Hi, everyone. Um, it is so good to be back. Again, if um, you are newer to Oak, you might not know me. Um, but again, my name is Natasha, former intern. I'm a third year Masters of Divinity student, same with Ty. Um, and I want to express, first of all, thank you um, for everyone who was praying for me and keeping me in your thoughts and checking up on me as I was serving as a uh, mission volunteer, um, which is kind of like a short-term missionary over in Japan. Um, and I'm going to share a bit about where I was. Um, I think we have the first picture. This is the Asian Rural Institute. This is part of where I was at. Um, the Asian Rural Institute is an agricultural um, center um, that designs as uh, designed to foster a sustainable future um, through community-based learning, through agricultural um, or organic um, farming uh, techniques, um, methods of spiritual formation, as well as servant leadership is their big emphasis. Um, this was actually founded 50 years ago. The buildings are all new because of that really devastating earthquake and tsunami that happened um, not too far in about 2010 in Fukushima. Um, so all the buildings are new, but this um, was in creation about 50 years ago um, to this year um, by a seminary out of uh, Tokyo. And there are students that come to the center um, from over 20 different countries. And uh, these, um, they're from over 20 different countries and from three different continents. And um, as a mission volunteer, what I would primarily do is serve as an assistant um, to the staff. Um, my main job was to work in the admissions office, making sure people can come to our school. They're there for a nine-month um, program. But I also farmed a lot, took care of livestock. I cooked um, lunch every day. I taught English class. And I even had a few opportunities to preach, which was really exciting. And uh, just to, I could go on and on and on. But I loved this experience so much. Because while I was there, I got to um, really be um, deeply in the soil, some experience that I've never really done farming. I'm from Kansas, but I've never even touched, you know, soil practically. Um, I, I was really an indoors kid. Um, so this was a bit of a change for me. And I will say with the heat, it was very hot and very humid. Uh, Japan is, a, um, is an island, so tropical. Um, language barriers, I mean, it goes on and on. There was a lot of difficulties, but I think some of the best times I had was simply just working and, yeah, sweating profusely. I worked with chickens um, mainly, uh, which for some of y'all have chickens, um, but we are 99% um, self-sustainable, uh, which means we create all of our own food as well as um, all the chicken food. And so that is always a hassle when there's a thousand so chickens. Um, but the best time uh, for me was working. Um, I think because that's the time when we really got to hear each other's stories. Um, I think there's something with being with nature, with people, and working in the fields, and working with livestock that make you um, want to connect with people. And um, there are just so many amazing people at ARI. I think the next slide has um, some of the people that I was with. Again, over 20 different countries are represented here, such as Uganda, Myanmar, Haiti, Sudan, and so many others, as well as volunteers from places, primarily from Japan, but a few Americans like myself, um, Germany, 
Italy and um, Australia. And so um, many of the participants are from very impoverished uh, communities in what we call developing countries. Um, and many of them are from minority tribes, which means they've really experienced just an unspeakable amount of abuse and injustice from their communities. And yet, every single one of them have made decisions to come to Japan for nine months. And that might sound like a bit of a vacation, but it really is not. Um, they have to leave their jobs. Many of them are married, and they have to leave their spouses. Some of them leave their children. Um, I vividly remember one of my favorite participants um, received news that his first son was born, but he wasn't able to come back to Myanmar, which is where he's from. And you know, by the time that he gets back to Myanmar, his son will already be six months old. Um, so I'm thinking about these people. And um, yeah, I mean, I could go on and on with every single story, and I would love to, but um, I want to say that they are not there for some sort of like vacation or some sort of, um, you know, additional money or anything. They're really just there for the betterment of their communities. Uh, most of these rural communities are often heavily oppressed and manipulated by the governments. Uh, many of these communities, um, the government kind of forces them how they should farm. They are forced to use certain fertilizers and chemicals, which is not only terrible for the soil, but it ends up getting into the well water that they have, which gets them sick which gets them needing medical attention, which gets them into needing to spend more money and so on and so forth. This is like a rural cycle of poverty. And it's almost in a way of resistance that these people come to ARI uh, seeking for a future that stops this cycle of poverty and instead um, enforces that we ourselves can maintain this earth in safe and sustainable ways. And now that I'm back in the US, I'm also seeing the ways that our own government does this. Maybe not to the degree, the, uh, degree that some countries do, but um, how different methods are used and weaponized even against us. Um, but this brings me to my greatest um, learning experience. And here's one last picture of some of my closest friends. We were at a beach about uh, two hours north of Tokyo, um, which was the biggest thing that I learned was this phrase. It's their motto that they've had for 50 years. It's called, that we may live together. Um, this motto really took a life of its own this summer. Uh, when you live together, I think you see often sometimes the worst in created beings. I mean that very lovingly. But um, you see a lot of chicken poop, and you see a lot of insects and bugs, and you also get into disagreements with people and miscommunications. And even this summer, we actually had a really big outbreak of COVID. Um, this was right after um, uh, the outbreak. Um, but I think also that motto, that we may live together, also speaks to something too. It also means that you get to see the absolute best in created beings. Not just people, but all of creation. Because while we were there, um, again, half of the people got sick with COVID, but the other half um, had to take up the tasks of what the other people were not able to do. And since we're so self-sustaining, that required a lot of effort. Um, some of the staff would go out of their ways to make sure people could get food, putting their own health at risk to make sure that they were safe. Um, but even though this COVID outbreak was definitely the most difficult part, we had moments like this that um, we could celebrate and rejoice and praise and worship in all varieties of different ways. 
And that's what um, I want to continue doing with you guys, continuing to praise and worship in both the wonderful, beautiful things in creation, as well as the difficult things of creation that we might all worship together. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to express my summer. Uh, thank you guys again for praying for me, for keeping me in your thoughts. Um, and now, would you join me um, in our uh, scripture for today?